You are listening to Conversations with Chris Marshall, where I sit down and talk to top real estate investors and professionals who work with investors to find out how to become a top investor. If you are interested in becoming a top real estate investor, then be sure to subscribe to the show and to tune in to new episodes so we can level up and start or scale to success in real estate investing. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Top Investor Podcast. Uh, today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Uh, today, I wanted to recap the first 20 episodes, roughly, of all the cool tips and things that some of our guests have brought to the show. Uh, so that is going to be the big focus of today is taking a back taking a look back at all of the past episodes and some of the best tips that I found uh, that I really think are valuable that people should be uh, worrying about. So we're going to do kind of like a, a countdown of the top 10 tips, and then we're going to take a look at the um, top recommendations for software as well as the top recommendations for books. But first, we're going to do the tips. So let's get into that. All right, starting off with number 10, wholesaling is not real estate investing. And this one was something that Marcus Maloney and I talked about. Uh, so just know that when we're talking about real estate investing, it's really putting your money into a project and then letting that money work for you. If you're wholesaling, that's really a job, right? Um, you know, there's pros and cons to both. If you're going to start off with wholesaling, selling, you know, you can definitely learn how to be a real estate investor in, in that. You're going to be able to take a look at what real estate investors need. Um, and you're going to be able to understand the lingo just by doing that without putting a whole lot of money, of your, a whole lot of your money at risk in your first couple of transactions, right? Um, but it is very much a job. You need to be out there cold calling, all that stuff. Uh so, which brings us to tip number nine, which was also by Marcus Maloney. Wholesalers are like any other business owner, and they must focus on solving someone's problems. So, if you do want to be a wholesaler, what you need to do is you need to go out there and you need to be looking at, like, all right, this property might be a good fit to be wholesale, to be a wholesale property. And when you get on the phone with that seller, you need to be looking for problems. Why do they need to sell this property to you at a discount or quickly so that they can get out of a problem or a bad situation that they find themselves in? And so really focusing on that is going to help you, just like any other business owner, solving someone's problem is going to solve or is going to help you actually see success in wholesaling. It's matching problems to solutions. Um all right, let's get into number eight, which is by from Merrill Chandler's episode, credit scores don't get approvals. So if you think back, the actual score is used to deny you. And what is actually getting you approved is those uh, borrower behaviors that we talked about. So leveraging those good borrower behaviors. And this is not just for regular you know, people who are out there, you know, racking up credit card debt or anything like that. This is for actual real estate investors too. We can use this on our end and we can use this for business credit lines as well. So things like if you're going to have a loan on a rental property, pay off a couple months. I think uh, when we did it, we were looking at four months. If you could pay off like four months up front uh, on that rental loan, you're going to be ahead of that payment slope. And that's going to ultimately help drive your fundability in your real estate investing. So a uh, great tip from Merrill Chandler. Number seven, 
focus on the outcome, not the vehicle. And this one was brought by Aaron Young. Uh, so another good podcast. So this is the importance of having a clear vision on what you want to achieve. And so if you're starting off, this is definitely something for someone that's starting off in real estate investing. It's more important to have that vision of where you want to go and not so much focus on that strategy. Uh, if you're going to be sitting there and trying to say, you know what, I'm brand new and I want to get into multifamily stuff, you know, you could sit there and grind all day and you might not be able to get there. But if you're just pivot a little bit and you might see like a single family rental property come across your 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 desk, but because you're so focused on those multifamily deals, that good single family rental property may have passed you by. So, uh, you know, definitely take a look at that and, and not being too focused on the vehicle, more focused on the outcome. And I would also say that this applies into the uh, lending scenario. So, so many people are like, well, I want to do this with cash. You know, I don't want to invest if I have all cash. I don't want to get any debt. And, you know, I definitely don't want to get any, into hard money debt. Don't focus so much on the vehicle. Figure out if it's a good deal and you can still pay 12% interest and, and a point or two on a hard money loan. Do it. It's still a good deal. You're going to make it a whole lot further by doing that deal than if you aren't going to do that deal because you don't want to pay an extra you know, $2,500 or whatever in fees or in, in interest rate, right? So don't be too focused on the vehicle, focus on the outcome. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. So I think we are on number six, which is also from Aaron Young. Uh, plan to do something with your wealth after you've made it. And this is something that I really focus on as um someone who's focused on leaving a legacy or trying to help build up other people with my investing is I want to have something that I want to do with it. Um, for me, I rely on my faith to lead me in that. Um, but there is something that I want to do with my wealth after I've made it, whether it's through my software company or through my real estate investing, I have a plan for that. Uh, so be responsible with that wealth that you're creating and then explore things like philanthropy and legacy planning and giving back to the community that's going to ultimately help you, uh, especially that last bit, giving back to the community, because in the last couple, you'll see here in a second, the last few uh, uh, tips are very much around relationship building. So uh, a big one there. Um, she moves on to the fifth tip uh, halfway through these. All right, so we have the three P's from Dave Seymour, and those are pause, pray, and produce. So before you're going to go out there and step into a situation where you have to make a decision uh, about you know choosing to invest in something or making some decision that's going to affect your business or life, whatever, take a second to just pause and reflect. If you're if you're religious, pray. If you're not, just reflect on yourself maybe uh, and, and make certain that it is something that you should or need to actually do. And then once you've done that and you've gained some clear clarity and some insight into this decision and how it might affect, go out and produce, do that thing, submit that offer, right? Um, it's very critical to reflect on those decisions before making them. Even if you can still do this, you can still make decisions quickly. You know, maybe you're at a negotiating table and the seller is across the table from you and they hit you with, you know, um, $250,000 and just a little bit above, you know, what you really want to offer for it. And there's still some room in there. Just take a second while you're there at the table with them, just, you know, pause. 
pray in your head or reflect in person. You're just sitting there silent, right? And then produce, okay? Something interesting to note in that if you take a second, especially in that scenario, where you just take a beat, take a second to just pause and reflect on that decision before you say anything. If you've read the book by Chris Voss, uh, Never Split the Difference, that silence, people don't like that silence, right? So this is like a hidden secret within that, those three steps there. People don't like that silence. So usually that seller is going to start talking and they might end up coming off of that themselves. And you just take a second, just pause. You do silent prayer to yourself. Just, just wait. Right. They might actually come off of that number or whatever the situation is or whatever it's going to call for. They might end up negotiating against themselves. And so that little bit, that little second that you took might be all that you needed to, to come to an even better deal. Right. And then you go out there and produce. All right. So now these next four are all about relationships. And uh, you might think, well, OK, that's one tip. Uh, why, why do we need four for, for relationship building? Uh, well, the, so the first one is proximal examples. And this one comes from Aaron Scott Young. Uh, so when you are trying to do something in your life, and a lot of people say a mentor, guru, go out, find you one of these things, right? His, his definition of what you need to be going out there and looking for is a proximal example. Someone who is close to you, who is close to what it is that you want to achieve, who has done the thing that you want to achieve or are very closely done the thing that you want to achieve. So you don't want to go out there and just look for anyone, right? Or anybody in real estate investing. If you want to be a multifamily syndicator, go out and find someone who has done a lot of multifamily syndications who is semi-close to you geographically, right? And maybe even better yet, if they're sort of close to your age or they started off sort of close to your situation in life right now. So they can see, so they have known what it is that they've went through. And then I'm going to take this one step forward, uh, one step farther and make certain that that person has gone through one or two market cycles, right? So if they, um, if you're looking for a real estate investing mentor, guru, make certain they're close to you, make certain they're, they've done sort of what it is that you want to do. And then make certain that they've gone through a cycle or two. So that they give you the advice and they've been around long enough in the game to give you good advice based off whatever it is that's going on in the market that you might be facing. So number three is a, is a tip that might actually be able to help you with that. And that is leveraging podcasts or media to build relationships. And this is actually the entire, basically the entire episode that Josh Wilson and I talked about uh, is leveraging those that, that podcast, that meeting between minds to build these relationships. It's really easy to sit there and ask these really smart people to come onto a show and have them talk about themselves and then get valuable insight and wisdom from these people. And uh, it's a really good tool for building stuff like that. But beyond that, it's also a great way to build relationships for partnerships or from capital providers or potential sources of deals. Uh, really good thing to just go out there and build a podcast and just start talking to people. I'm, that's one of the reasons why I did this, right? Uh, is so that I can sit there and build relationships with the guests that I bring on. Which brings us into number two. Don't shop for rate, shop for a relationship. This was brought to us by Merrill Chandler. So if you are out there and you're looking for hard money lenders or whatever, a lot of the best ones are going to not give you the best rates until they've done a couple deals with you. Right. 
you're just some nobody who came up and asked them for money. And so they're going to give you, you know, 12, 13% interest rate with two or three points tacked onto it. But as you do deals with these people, they're going to get better and better. But oftentimes we don't look past the rate on that first deal that we're looking for, especially as newer investors. So we just go out there and we find a you know, hard money lender that's offering the lowest rate, right? 9.9% .9 interest rate, whatever it is. You just want the lowest rate, but you're not looking at the long-term game. That rate is never going to lower. You know, that's, that's your rate. But if you sit there and you work with one lender, a good one, and you build a relationship with them, you can get really good rates, really good uh, um, discounts on that lending by building relationships with certain lenders, right? Um, and so that leads us to the number one tip of all, which is just investing into relationships. And this was brought, this has been brought up on many of the first 20 episodes um, it's just building those relationships out with other people is going to help you be a better real estate investor. Um, and basically anything that you want to do in life, whether it's business, you know, investing, if you want to be a, a pastor or something, you got to invest into relationships. The more that you do that, the better your, your chances of succeeding are going to be, right? You can leverage them for help and for advice and connections to the people who can help you get what it is that you want. Uh, so investing into relationships can be powerful. And those last three, the proximal examples, the leveraging the podcast, don't shop for rates, shop for relationships. They all kind of play into that, right? And the same, I would say the same thing with contractors even, right? You don't want to sit there and go with the cheapest. And I think a lot of real estate investors know this. You don't want to go with the cheapest, right? Uh, you want to go with a relationship-based approach. Try to build a relationship with someone that's good. And maybe you have to pay a little bit more on your first deal to get into that relationship. But I promise it'll be worth it over the long term. All right. So those are the top 10 tips and so what we're going to look at next is the software, right? But first, quick little word from our sponsor. Hey, let me cut in here real quickly. If you are a starting or scaling real estate investor, I want to highly encourage you to take a look at our software, Ari. You can find it at www.are ii.io we take care of everything from analyzing properties to doing your bookkeeping to connecting you with lenders and helping you get the lowest rate possible for financing your deals we do it all we're there for you we are your partner your mentor your assistant right in your pocket take a look learn more www.areii pronounced ari thanks now back to the episode All right. Well, so now let's get into these valuable insights that we we're talking about for the top software for real estate investors that kept coming up throughout a lot of these podcasts. And uh, so number one, Deal Machine. I met with their VP of partnerships, Matt Camp. Great guy. Um, Deal Machine software is incredible. If you're looking for properties, right? You need off-market deals or whatever. You need to figure out how to get in touch with those sellers to get those leads for good off-market deals. Deal Machine is a great one. PropStream, similar. Um, REI Black Book was something that was mentioned by a couple of our guests. Uh, that's usually something that like higher, you know, higher tier investors are looking at, commercial investors. And then Asana uh, or, a tr so Asana is a, a task and kind of like a, um, 
kind of like helping you strategize your day and all the tasks and stuff that you have to do and help manage your team and all that stuff, right? Uh, another one that I use is Trello. I love Trello boards. It's my organizational thing. I, everything that I do is on a Trello board, right? Um, for all the various businesses and podcasts and software that I have going on, we got we use Trello. And then uh, another one that is really good is Slack. And this is for team communication. So you can usually tie in Asana and Trello and all these things right into a Slack channel. And you can communicate right with your uh, team members or your contractors or whoever it is. So you can keep all that communication nice and organized. And then the last one, I got to bring it up. It is Ari. So if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that Ari is my software. Um, so Ari is your real estate investing AI assistant. And uh, it's an all-in-one platform for real estate investors. So we connect a lot of stuff. We try to be the brains and the operational systems behind your business. And ultimately, what we're trying to do with that is to help you get access to cheaper and more affordable capital for your real estate investing. So we built out a huge partnership of all these different lenders and all their different loan products so that you can see what loans you immediately are matched with based off of the analysis on your property. And so I actually want to talk through a case study of a loan that we just helped close for one of our users. We were able to secure them $250,000, almost is like $244,000 in loans, two loans um, for their first real estate investment property. So a little bit of background. This was a novice real estate investor. They were looking to purchase their first investment property, but faced challenges in securing the necessary funds because they had no prior experience. They had limited capital and the traditional financing routes, just they're, they're not really there. Right. And the numbers worked a little bit for hard money, but it was just a little too, too much. If they were to go like sort of the, the more, open channeled route, I guess you should say of like hard money or something like that. So what we actually did is we've had this relationship through our lender partner with a small community bank in their area for a while now. And uh, we were able to get in there. So the challenge, the investor needed almost 250K in loans to purchase the property, but lacked the necessary down payment and the connections to lenders who would be willing to finance the deal. So the solution the investors turned to us and the platform, uh, and through our platform, we were able to introduce them to this bank, specifically the president of this bank, who's actually going to be able to help them get this type of loan that they needed. And then uh, we held their hand through the entire process. We walked them through all the analysis. We helped them explain the analysis to the bank and explain the entire transaction to the bank um, and their entire team. And then uh that detailed analysis and our connections and the team that they were able to build out within the platform is what ultimately sold that bank and assuaged the lender's concerns. So the outcome, the bank, uh, thanks to the relationship leveraged through Ari and the platform's comprehensive deal analysis, the lender was the investor, sorry, was able to secure the necessary loans to purchase the property with zero dollars out of their own pocket. And this success story underscores the power of Ari in bringing connections and providing actionable insights to real estate investors. So like, that's what we're really trying to do is just help investors and new investors, scaling investors, build out the team, build out the systems, help them understand how all this plays together, and then show this to the bankers, show this to the lenders, help you start building these relationships with the capital providers to ultimately bring your cost of capital down while also helping show the bank 
additional ways that they can make money and revenue through these lending opportunities. So really cool little thing that we were able to do for one of our users. Um, and lastly, we got some top recommended books for real estate investors. So I already mentioned one in the podcast. We have um, Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. Honestly, it's my favorite business book of all time, specifically on audiobook, because the uh, narrator, his name is Michael Kramer, also my favorite book narrator. He's just got a great voice, very intriguing and easy to listen to, easy to pay attention, not fall asleep. Um, doesn't have like a, a sleepy time voice or anything like that. So it's really good voice. Chris tells uh, stories of when he was a top hostage negotiator in the FBI in each chapter. Really good. So it's just like a really cool story book. You get some really cool action stuff to get your blood and adrenaline going. And then you get some business principles right in there and uh, on negotiating, which is a really good tip to have or good set of skills to have as a real estate investor. Uh, next one is Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. That is a foundational book that I think is almost mandatory for any type of real estate investor to read. Yeah, it's it's pretty foundational. Uh, if you haven't read it yet, go check it out. Very good. Um, and then we have the book on rental property investing by Brandon Turner. Uh, also a great book if you're looking at the rental stuff. Um, you have The Real Estate Game by William J. Porvu. Uh, provides a deep dive into the world of real estate investment from a professor at Harvard Business School. And then How to Invest in Real Estate, also by Brandon Turner and Co Josh Dorkin. Uh, it's practical strategies and tips for getting started in real estate investing. So all great books. Oh, this one, The Millionaire Real Estate Investor by Gary Keller. So this was a really good one for the mindset of a financial knowledge required to succeed in real estate investing. It's a good book. Um, yeah, that's basically it for the show today, though. Uh, this is a bit shorter one. Um, I just really thought it'd be nice to kind of do like a quick little like update on all the different shows that we've had, get some of the tips out of them and some of the best insights that I think are, are in all these episodes so far for real estate investors, uh, that are starting or scaling. Um, one thing that I would like to talk about, if you're still listening at this point, I would love to see you leave a rating or review on the show on Spotify or iTunes. Um, one that's going to help me out a lot. I use this show as business development for my software company. Um, so if you are interested in real estate investing, it would also be super helpful if you just go over to www.areii.io, take a look at the software, let me know what you think. Um, you don't have to pay for it. You know, we my goal with it is to help any real estate investor that is starting out do their first deal through our platform, get connected to those lenders completely for free. So you don't have to pay us at all to do that first deal. We give you enough tools and enough insights to help you do that first deal without needing to pay us. That's my goal with it. I want to help anybody get to their first successful real estate investment transaction for free. Once you get to there, we can talk about scaling and we can look at other options. Um, but that's my goal with it. So if that's you, please go take a look at it. Let me know what you think. I really want to build this out to be something that's powerful that can help a lot of people reach financial freedom. And so if you would leave uh, that a review, if you would uh, message me and let me know about it, there's a button right on there where you can schedule a showing and I'll show you around the software. I need to get insight into what people think of the platform, all that sort of stuff. 
Um, I'm not a software developer. I'm a real estate investor, right? But I want to help other people get started and scale in this game. That's why I have the show. That's why I have the software. Um, a lot of that is is what I do is trying to help people reach financial freedom. Um, but I'll leave that uh, uh, soapbox alone for a minute now and uh, finish up the episode so you can get on with your day. All right, that is it for this episode of the Top Investor Podcast. Thanks for listening. And with that, I will see you around. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Top Investor Podcast. If you are a real estate investor, we want to connect with you. Like our favorite quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson says, Every man I meet is my superior in some way, and in that I learn from him. We believe we can learn something from everyone, so even if you are just starting out on your real estate investing journey, head over to the link in the description to connect with us, and we would love to hop on a call with you. Also, be sure to subscribe to the show and follow us on the socials at Top Investor Pod. While you're at it, leave us a five-star rating and a positive review so we can help more people become top investors. Until next time, this is Chris Marshall signing off. Go out and become a top investor. See you around.